All right, here he is, the man himself, guitar extraordinaire from Drowning Pool, CJ Pierce. What's going on, man? Uh, doing all right, man. Day off in Vegas, which is probably just going to be trouble for us. Yeah, you're going to check out you know. uh, the Sphere. Uh, you know, I was looking at that, man. That place looks freaking badass, dude. We're up the street from it. Looks pretty cool. I might stop by there. There's a few places that we hit. Um, there's a place called Bootleggers. We're going to get some dinner tonight. Um, it's right next to where we recorded the last record. So we did the last record here in Vegas. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, I guess uh, on the days that U 2s not there, they have uh, like a movie or something that they made specifically for the uh, Sphere to show off all the, the effects that they can do. And uh, it looks well, insane, man. I'd love to get out there. Yeah, man. It looks pretty wild. I think U2's playing tomorrow night. Our, dr our driver's staying here. You know what? I think they're playing tomorrow night the same time we play. Oh, they man. got some stiff competition, I guess. Huh? Yeah, Drowning Pool <laughs> versus U2. Uh, Two different. <laughs> yeah, Drowning Pool versus U2. <laughs> you know, before we get into it, man, I, I got to tell you, what's so fascinating to me about you is just how humble you are. Because I, so I used to be a promoter back in the day, and I booked you guys on the uh, when you guys were doing the 15th anniversary of Sinner on that tour. And, oh, uh, wow, yeah, yeah, it was a lot of you, man. I, I remember you, uh, well, for one, I think, uh, if I recall, wasn't Adrenaline Mob on that tour? And um, Adrenaline Mob was on the run with us, yeah. Yeah, right. and I think at that time, they had AJ from Twisted Sister drumming for him, but he passed away, I think, in the middle of that tour, right? He did, man, and we played at a place uh, not that long ago where, where it passed out, although it passed away, sorry. <laughs> yeah, man, that was tough, when that was a tough day. He was a really great guy, an awesome drummer, man. That was um and a great band too. Drilling Mouth has awesome songs, dude. Hundred percent. And uh, but what's what's fascinating to me is I remember at that show you uh, were selling your own merch, and I'm just like, wow, like it's just not uh, not something you see uh, very often when the you know a band like Drowning Pool is selling their own merch. Yeah, I'm still running that whole thing. Um, I don't always sell every show. We do have a girl out with us on this one, um, helping us out, but. You know, every now and then uh, I'll still go out there a few days if somebody can't make it or like she, she didn't get started for the first week of this tour. So the first week I was just out there singing merch still. I'm out there anyway, man. I love me hanging out and watching other bands play every night and I'm uh, hanging out with the fans. But it's kind of funny because like half of them don't really they don't realize it's me when I'm selling merch. Not that it, you know, <laughs> it matters one way or the other. It's just it's just funny. You, know, you sell your own merch and then, you know, they're like, oh, man, that must be cool to be on tour. There's a merch guy for Dreadnought Pool. And then you get on stage and you play and it's just like, oh, my God. That's you. <laughs> so uh, I still do that, man. I still uh, still get out there. And you stuff. I mean, we always we're the kind of band that always hangs out. And after the show, you can find us. Always find us somewhere. Um, usually at the bar after the show. Well, not only we'll that, but also I know when <laughs> when you're not on the road, you uh, you do electrical work, which I, I think that's what you did before uh, Drowning Pool took off, right? Yeah, Mike and I, Joe and I, we did electrical work for years before we, we took off. You know, you know, two thousand, and uh, just when everything would slow down with COVID and stuff like like that, you know, I went back to doing it again, which I enjoy, man. It's another outlet of creativity you know there's um a lot of stuff involved in it you know to do a lot of um you know done a lot of industrial type stuff and um commercial so there's a lot of piping and, and all kinds of big you know big gear to work with so it's it's fun man it's, a, it's like i said something outlet of creativity and something i enjoy doing the guys i work with are really great but um yeah here we are we're back on on tour man it's been all you know it's the seven week run we're doing with saliva right now and like the last few weeks of shows have just been sold out every night it's been insane dude it's been really awesome we appreciate the Fat Rock fans coming out and having a good time with us, man. It's, it's been pretty wild these yeah, last just, few weeks, for sure. I just had Bobby on from Saliva yesterday, and uh, I was telling, for one, I'm super bummed. I didn't even realize that the uh, – I'm in Ohio, and I, the Cleveland show was just a couple weeks ago, and I totally shit the bed and missed it. But, um, 
know? Oh no, man. Yeah, that was House of Blues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was a good one for us. It was the third time ever in my career my amp blew up on stage. <laughs> oh, that's man. pretty good track record for like 20, 20 years of playing. But um, yeah, one of my heads uh went out on me right there in the set. But we I have backups. It was a quick switch out. But um, that always makes for a fun show for me. I mean, like I said, it's only like the third time it's happened in twenty years. <laughs> sure, definitely something to uh, make the show memorable. Uh, but I was yeah. It's like, what do you do? Ah. <laughs> I was telling him, you know, it seems it seems like right now there's a little bit of a resurge of, you know, with the late 90s, early 2000s rock and metal bands, especially, you know, judging by some of the rooms that you guys are doing on this tour. And, and I know uh, in terms of ticket sales, this tour is doing great business. So, it, I mean, it, yeah, it's, dude, it's been awesome, man. Um, and everybody's having a good time, man. That's what it's all about. It's, it's awesome to see, you know, catch up with, with um, old friends and family across the country because we hadn't toured a lot in the last few years with COVID and, and to see everybody out at the house again having a good time man well yeah now with, with the band back in action coming out of the pandemic and and with ryan back in the band which yeah i i saw you guys back in uh it was 2009 i think um with, oh, was, yeah. with motley crew and uh you know which I, i'm diehard crew fan and uh it was a great oh, yeah, show yeah, but to the, to this day i'm still like you know and i know it was when they were doing crew fest and and the the lineup was a little diverse but i'm still just like man Motley Crue and Drowning Pool just does not make any fucking sense, but it was awesome. No? Oh, man, Mick Mars is one of my biggest influences. I do a lot of Benny notes. I mean, maybe, I guess if you listen to it and outside, everybody has their own impression of the band, but I'm such a Motley Crue fan, and uh, that tour was awesome, man. And uh, those dudes, especially at that time, you know, with Tommy Lee, man, he's still out, you know, out of controls. I couldn't even keep up with him. He's like 10 years older than me. <laughs> like, dude, slow down with the Jaeger, bro. <laughs> Um, no, that was a great run. Yeah, it was a mix of bands. I guess it was a diverse mix of bands. Um, I, I guess, yeah, we considered, you know, a newer generation of new metal, if you will. Uh, but, dude, that, that tour made sense to me. It was great. It was uh, it was awesome, man. We did a you know a run with Godsmack after that as well. You know, those dudes were awesome. Yeah, and they were We've been fortunate, man. We played, I would say, with almost everybody, man. I wouldn't say we played with everyone, but, um, you know, we definitely been fortunate through a lot of great tours and, and getting pe- back to that now, you know, getting back on it, especially with Ryan back in the band. Dude, it's been really, really great. Well, and Ryan is, is, uh, he's such a great vocalist. In my opinion, I, I think he's very, very underrated. Like, you know, and you see these, these lists of, of best rock or metal vocalists or whatever, and he's not really on there. And it's like, it, it's, it doesn't even make sense. I, I think he's, especially, you know, bands today, uh, you know, if you listen to like Sirius XM Octane or something, I mean, you, you, it's like this, no offense to these bands, but I mean, it's hard to pick them out of a lineup. And, you know, a guy like Ryan, I mean, his, his style is so distinct. And you're like, that's Ryan McCombs, you know? Yeah, he's got a powerhouse voice, man. He, I don't know how he just, you know, when he gets on that mic, he's just, oh, he's just got this huge, massive voice. And it's been fun for us. Again, the last few years, you know, we had a different singer for a while. And um, whenever we played the Ryan songs, the, the singer we had in the past, Jason Renner, just had a higher register range. So for me, it was like, I get, I get that on the Ryan parts. So now that we're, he's back in the band and we're together, we do a lot of harmony stuff together. All of us sing a lot more. So it, it comes across even more so um, than ever before. If you've got, if you, man, I'm sorry you missed a live show, dude. You should have seen that, dude. <laughs> dude well, I'm, I'm, it was ho- good times. Hopefully there'll be a, a, an Ohio stop in, uh, in 2024. Um, but Oh, yeah, man. We plan on getting, uh, keep on going all next year, man. We're trying to line it up now so we can keep on going. You know, We have new music in the work. We're actually here. Um, we're going to have dinner with the producer today. Um, we don't have stuff ready. We don't have enough time today to record, um, if you will. But we plan on coming back here to record with Sean McGee. Um, yeah, I'm going to see him tonight at 7 o'clock, and we're going to be talking about new music with him and, and 
probably play them a little bit of stuff and see which ones we want to tag first. So exciting day for us as well, man. Well, and with, uh, with Ryan coming back into the band, I, I, if I recall, I think you had said in another interview that it was originally just kind of like, we have some shows on the books. Let's see what's, what Ryan is up to and kind of take it from there. But had you guys been in contact, like leading up to him rejoining the band or was it sort of like a spur um, of the moment thing? Yeah, we did a couple of shows, you know, with Scarloff and on, you know, after we had parted ways and stuff, and everything's been fine. Like we're friends with everybody, all those guys in the band. I have nothing but love and respect for them. I mean, that's, I mean, that's another great band. You know, it's, got, it's Ryan Powerhouse voice in it, hundred percent. And uh, you know, we had some shows coming up, and you know, we we stopped working with Jason, and we started doing stuff as a three piece for a little bit. We had some big festivals early in twenty twenty three. So it was actually our base player Stevie was like, hey, let's give Ryan a call. I hadn't talked to him in a few years. You know, prior to that, probably before COVID, if you will. Um, and then, you know, we just hit him up. He's like, yeah, man, I come do some shows. So we flew in and stayed at my house. And that first day, you know, we just sat there and like, you know, it was like, we didn't skip a beat, man. We just, we just, you know, we just started writing music. Like, it, like it just instantly, it was nuts, man. We just started getting on it. We went to the rehearsal room and just jammed on all the songs. Like we, we, we like we've been playing the whole time, man. It, it was pretty wild, dude. How much of like, how much Ryan just fits with us, man. It's, it's like, you know, you know, we've all been brothers and friends since high school and, and uh, Ryan's always been, I guess, the perfect fit for us since, you know, Dave Williams. Well, and, you know, uh, Jason Marino, the previous vocalist, he was in the band for a, a while. I think it was a little over a decade, I believe. Is that right? Like 20? Oh, yeah, we was in there for 10 years and we did three amazing records with him and um, a lot of great times and great songs with Jason. Again, he's, you know, his style of music, again, he's like a higher register stuff um, where he sings. But um, it's still, you know, us and Dranapool and, and uh, doing our thing. Um, yeah, man, especially the last record, you know, Strike a Nerve, dude. I'm really proud of that record. Of, it's just, you know, just the way of the earth, man. Music business, managers, and all that fun stuff. And uh, But here we are now, 2023 at Ryan, so I guess all things are meant to be for whatever reasons. With Jason leaving, was it something that, that you guys had felt kind of coming for a while, or was it something that just kind of, uh, you know, maybe a sudden or specific thing that, you know, where you just both um, decided it was best part ways, or? Yeah, we felt it coming for a while. I think, you know, there's a lot of different, I mean, I have to let Jason speak for himself. So it's a lot of different factors involved in it. But um, just to sum up real quick, I mean, I think part of it, you know, him being home, you know, a lot of people were home during COVID with the family. He does have a big family. And I think a big part of it, you know, he, that's where he needs to be with family right now. So, he, you know, totally understand that. And also, it got pretty, all of us got pretty burned by the music business constantly. Um, beyond burn, and it, it's frustrating as well. So I think that with those two factors, he was like, all right, I'm, I'm not going to do this right now. Um, you know, understandably so, but here we are, like I said, Ryan McCole's back in the fold. You yeah. A hundred percent. And, and, uh, I mean, selling these places out, which is, which is incredible. And, you know, I know you've said before yeah. that, uh, you know, well, what, what's amazing too, is real quick, going back to the saliva thing, cause Bobby was on yesterday and we were talking about how, you know, uh, obviously he replaced Josie Scott and, and there, there are those fans where they just want to hear, uh, the old stuff, you know, click, click, boom and all that. But they ha they've been able to, you know, carve out a career with the new stuff. And, and it's, it's really gotten to the point in that band to where it's like Bobby is the guy that is saliva. And, you know, same with Drowning Pool, obviously, a, you know, a handful of singer turnovers, but still you, you've been able to just keep it rolling. And, and, you know, yeah, there are those people that, you know, they just want to hear bodies or whatever. But uh, I mean, clearly you're, you're packing rooms out and I just, you know, I don't think, uh, you know, one song 20 years after the fact uh, all by itself would help pack out these rooms. So 
it's it's really incredible <laughs> yeah we have fans from all, all across the board man we have fans you know from different records we do play songs you know something off every record and sure. we do mix it up actually throughout the tour we have been mixing up the songs um live so if you it's not the exact same set every night if you will what is going on can you still see me yep yep i lost you for like a half second but all we're right. good now yeah yeah my phone's just back yeah i think it's wacky signal but yeah, dude, it's it's great, and I, I know a lot of people, fans of Ryan as well, come on out checking that out. And dude, the saliva lineup that they have, like everybody in the band, is amazing, talented musicians. Those dudes have been fun to rock out with, and um, I've known them for years. Even though you know, we all, I mean, I guess it's like anything with any relationship, you know, you might have some things <laughs> switch around and stuff. But you know, we're bringing the metal, we're bringing the show. Um, those guys bring in hardcore, you know, and they do a mix of songs as well. You're always gonna hear your favorite songs. And all this new stuff that they put out, dude, is it's amazing, dude. All their new stuff is awesome. So, it is, and that, it fits that right. New in. Record's that, awesome. That's that's a saliva, dude. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's great, man. Well, you've said before that uh, you know bodies is sort of the the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, you know, get what a, you know all the <laughs> yeah. different placements and things like that. But you know, it, it's also, of course, you know, had its its fair share of controversy. Most notably, the the um, the shooting in Arizona back in twenty eleven and the attempted assassination of the congresswoman or whatever. <laughs> And because I, I think yeah. for anyone unfamiliar with that story, I believe the shooter had like a YouTube video with bodies uh, playing. Yeah, in the sometimes background. they put, they can put any kind of song they want in the background. Unfortunately, they use our song, which is horrible. Yeah, and so it's, like, it, it has nothing to do with anything like that, which is insulting to me because, like, you know, that it's not about that in any way, shape, or song. It's about don't use my song if you're, if you're insane like that and you're going to kill people. Like, no, no, this is about going to a rock show and having a good time. So, yeah, and don't you hate when, crazy and you know it? Don't use my song, please. Thank you. <laughs> Well, and don't you hate when, you know, when things like that happen, like Marilyn Manson getting blamed for Columbine or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Grand Theft Auto being like serial yeah. killer training or whatever they call it. And it's like uh, people take things so, so over the top and it and it ends up hurting a good thing. Uh, Bodies is a timeless classic. I mean, I can't even tell you how many times right. there used to be. Uh, I, I don't know if you know him or not, but Tim Ripper Owens uh, was in Judas Priest. He lives around here and he had a bar. Yeah. And, um, you know, they used to do karaoke and, and given you know, that he owned it. It was very rock and metal oriented. And I mean, every week somebody would go up there and do bodies and, and it's, uh, you know, right. it's a timeless class. And then, you know, the, it's the, a fun song, man. It I, is. I love playing. I mean, I know we wrote this thing, but I, I love playing it every night, man. It's, it's just a fun song, you know, that, that and many other ones too, but yeah, it's a great song, man. It's always fun to play. I know some bands get weird about that stuff too, whatever song they recognize from, but I can't wait to play bodies every night. Man. Everybody goes nuts and I, I go nuts on stage. So it's, it's always a good time, man. It's always a good time with drowning. <laughs> yeah, and that and the uh, the psycho stick cover that uh, I can only count to four or whatever. Uh, it's uh, I'm, I'm sure you. Yeah, that's that, right? that one's pretty. Well, that one's out there more so, but there's a lot of parodies. That's probably one that's that's well known, but there's probably a good twenty or thirty that I mean, as a soft fuck thing as um, uh, dude, I can't. The list is. I mean, you got the parrot that sings the song. There's so many. It's it, I, <laughs> dude. I think it's funny. I think it's great. Um, I sit around with my own song and make fun of it too. I have probably ten other versions of bodies that I sit around and around and have fun with myself. It's just that kind of song, I guess, man. There's a lot of different parodies of it. And, um, I, you know, again, you know, it's always a compliment when you hear it. That's all it cracks me up. Well, then the, there was that guy, uh, the, the um, older guy that was on uh, one of those, uh, what I forget, American Idol or something. And he did that song. And then he was he came out to a few shows with you guys, right? Yeah, we became friends with him. And he came out on stage. One of the biggest shows that we did, we did the Open Air Festival in Chicago a few years ago. And uh, he came out and did bodies on stage with us. He just sat and did the crazy, uh, <laughs> you know, crazy growl to it, man. So it's, it's it's music for kids. It's music for the grandparents. It's it's all across the board. Drowning pool is it's music for the whole family. <laughs> are you guys still in? Uh, are you still in touch with that guy? 
Uh, he just passed away a few months ago. Oh, wow. So, he, oh, no kidding. Wow. Yeah. How old was he? Yeah. Uh, he was, well, he was 82 when he sang with us, so I think he maybe he was 83. Oh, wow. Um, That's horrible. Try to remember. You know, I have some text from him, like, right before he passed away, too, so I, I, I hadn't gone back to read it because it's just a sad moment, you know? He's a super cool guy. He did a lot of great stuff in his life and his career. I mean, he used to work for NASA and stuff. He's literally, like, built, like, oh, wow. like rockets and stuff. Like, That's yeah, incredible. Yeah, a lot of people that know that about us. He was in, um, yeah, he was in, like, the Navy um, when he was younger and stuff, so... Yeah, it was a good dude, man. And before we went on stage, he, he looked over at the table. We had a bottle of vodka. He goes, you're going to drink that? And I said, you want something? He, goes, yeah. he takes the bottle and takes the pull out, took the pull off, and went out and did bodies, bro. It was pretty awesome, man. That's incredible. And it, it, it's even better that you have those those last few messages from him to, you know, you can keep forever. Yeah. Yeah, we stayed in touch. On, you know, him and you know, my wife and I, we just, he, like I said, he came to a few shows, and we just, just stayed in touch over the years since that happened. You know, we're open for him to come out again at some point, but unfortunately, like, a few months ago, we found that he had passed away. Yeah, wow. So condolences to the family and his wife. You know, she was super sweet, too, you know. But yeah, man. But we're still here rocking and rolling, man. We still got to keep on keeping on, like Don Bag would say. Well, I know keep you guys got those. On. You guys got those uh, USO shows coming up. Uh, I think at the end of this year that you're doing. And I uh, was watching an interview with yeah, you. Yeah, we. You were talking about the. Uh, I don't know when it was. Probably, I don't know back in the when you started doing it, but about the uh, the mortar strike um, while you were uh, playing or the attempted mortar, whatever it was. Which was uh, that story blew me away. Oh yeah, back in with 2005 and 2006, yeah, they were on the base. You know, we did the bases, active bases. Um, and uh, yeah, they they you know they were trying to keep around the perimeter. Um, but yeah, they were trying to shoot mortars at us at one show, and uh, but they stopped doing that. But that's the chance you take. But again, it, the whole thing about doing your so stuff, which I love and we love doing, is the, the fact that you get bring a piece of home to everybody, like a rock show. I mean, you know, especially at that time in 2005, 2006, you know, active duty at war. It's like. You know, it gives everybody like that mental break for a little bit to kind of like clear your head and go to a rock show and then be able to focus and do the job that you have to do, you know, after that. So we love doing it, man. And this year, you know, it's a big one for us because, um, so for Christmas and New Year's, which is New Year's, my, my daughter's third birthday, but, um, we're going to go overseas and do a bunch of shows with the troops since they can't be home for Christmas. So we're going to give them a, a piece of that over the holidays. I don't think we're playing any Christmas songs, so it's pretty much going to be a rock show. <laughs> we, yeah, maybe we sneak one in there for fun. I don't know. You know, it's still early. It's not. It's not December yet, but yeah, I gladly do that, man. We have seven shows that we're playing uh, throughout Christmas and New Year's, um, and we'll be back home like on the third or something like that, and I'll celebrate with the family then. Yeah, that's incredible. I remember a few years ago I had uh, Jeremy Spencer uh, from Five Finger Death Punch on, and he was talking about yeah. uh, one time uh, Five Finger was was over somewhere over, over there, and they ended up staying in uh, like one of Saddam Hussein's palaces or something. And I was just like, yeah, we did the same thing. Oh, we're at no the base. Kidding. We went to same at the, at the palace. Yeah, wow. we stayed at the same palace. Yeah, that's insane. We did those those tours up uh, pretty close to each other. Yeah, it was pretty, dude. It was wild to be in there, um, and stay in like a guest room at, at this huge mansion oh. in the middle of just sand. <laughs> yeah, well, it's got to be like it was. It, it, was it, it was pretty trippy, man. It, it's got to be a super eerie feeling just know knowing who 
whose property that was. And, and I mean, that's got to be an that was deal. eerie. And it, and then playing on the, uh, the, the, um, was it the soccer field or whatever, where he like killed a bunch of people. And then like, that's kind of where we had the show by one of the bases. So that was really eerie, but you know, oh, man, we took wow. over all the stuff and then that's where we played, man. You know, wow. That's insane. <laughs> so many crazy people in this world. So many crazy people. I mean, look at us with Americans are crazy too. I guess I can. Do you, you guys know, go over there? Video, anybody do you, else? Do you guys go over there every year? Or is it just kind of like a, a sporadic thing? We do like three or four shows a year on average, right? USO shows. And it, it's all over the place. I mean, we've been all over the planet. There's bases everywhere and coalition bases. Um, but we still hit Iraq and Kuwait on the regular. We just didn't do as much during COVID. You know, we had stuff lined up and we finally able to do it again. But we, we stay active with it. We love doing stuff in the military. We have more stuff and plans for next year as well. And uh, it's all over the place, man. We do, you know, we have, like I said, bases all over, you know, Europe, you know, just the whole world. <laughs> Wow. You call us up, we'll play. <laughs> well, uh, before we wrap it up, too, I, I do want to say I was talking to a buddy of mine, and I told him that you were coming on, and he brought up something, and I'm like, oh, my God, I, I never saw it until he, he he mentioned it. But he goes, man, he goes, you know, CJ, if he had uh, crazy tall hair, he would look just like Wayne Static. He could have been the zero in this Static X thing they're doing. And I'm zero. like, I, I pulled up a, a zero and I of, talk a lot. We're friends. Yeah. Well, you He's look, doing a great job. You look just like uh, Wayne static. I don't know if anyone's ever told you that, but he brought that up and I'm like, Oh no, I've heard man. that a lot. Yeah. That's, that's, you uh, never thought about that. We toured together, you know, with static and we we're actually going to tour with, with Wayne before he passed away. We had a, we had a tour or you were playing. We're going to share a bus and everything before, before he passed away. But um, no, we're friends with them for years. I'm still friends with everybody in static. X. I can go see them every time they come through town. Um, I still stay in touch with those dudes. But yeah, it's funny, like hanging out with Wayne um, back in the day. A lot of people thought we were brothers. And then sometimes people come up to me and ask me to sign stuff thinking I was Wayne because they thought maybe that was a wig or something. <laughs> yeah. and I took it off. Yeah. But they really thought I was him. So um, no, it was cool when we uh, we did a handful of tours together, did some stuff over in Europe. And um, it was fun to hang out with, man. And, and they definitely, like, we definitely have like that brother look. And uh, he was a cool dude, man. Yeah. He's a I... soft spoken, like, chill dude. And then, but he comes across rock. Man, great music, dude. I love Static X. It's one of my favorite ones. Yeah, I met him uh, was just a few months before he died. Unfortunately, I never got to see him with Static X, but I saw him uh, solo. He was doing the Wisconsin Death Trip uh, anniversary. And, um, yeah, I think yeah. he died in, like, November. I think this was, in, like, July. But that was a great show. And, and uh, yeah, he was a super cool guy. And I'll, I'll never forget, I, I walked up to him and – um, he goes, Hey man, nice shirt. And I'm like, I looked at, I forgot what I was wearing. I'm wearing a fucking Wayne static shirt, you know, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was, uh, he was a cool guy, man. And, and that's another band. Yeah, that's that's static cool. X. I mean, they're crushing it. I mean, doing big numbers. Oh man. They're selling our places too. And, uh, we, I love the tour with them. We talk, you know, we're talking about that, hopefully doing something with them again next year. Like everything's, you know, it's still getting planned out for 2024. But um, no, those guys, those guys are like family, man. And everybody in that band, you know, I have like every time we go to the show, I bring the kids, I, the, the girls, and every day I got pictures of them just hanging out. Um, <laughs> my daughter, my two-year-old daughter, she was the last show that when they were at the House of Blues in Dallas a few months ago, got a picture with Zero. She's just like, you see them looking at each other right, right before he goes out on stage. <laughs> so it's it's cool to have like that friendship and 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 friends and family besides you know just the show itself. So yeah, really sure. tied with those dudes. Well, uh, I know, obviously, you mentioned you're, you're working on new music, but anything uh, coming up into the new year that uh, you can talk about before we wrap up? Um, yeah, we're just planning a bunch of shows. We definitely want to start the year out uh, with the new song. You know, we're doing it the right way. I mean, we could throw out and rush something, but that, we're not that kind of band. We want to, we're going to make sure it's right. We have a lot of handful of songs in the workings. And even tonight, when I get up the phone with you, we're going to go have some dinner 
with our producer guy and just kind of talk about making plans um hopefully in the next few weeks after this tour to come in and record and then start at the beginning of the year with um put some new music out there so and then yeah getting on it man it's it's so fun too especially with ryan back in the band it's just it's so many songs we can do a dude sings everything and it's just fun in the set list to, to be mixing stuff up so if it's one of those things too if you come watch us and you follow us and watch two or three shows you're going to get a different set and I, and I love that we do that in this band so we can you know everybody gets their own show and we get to play you know a lot more songs and in, in, in a sense you can only do so much so much in one night i mean you know, until we get to that Metallica arena. So what they playing like two hours, two and a half hours or some crazy stuff like that. That's I'd love to do that show. Um, I'm sure Ryan would hate me for saying that. Cause it's like, you'd be like, wrong for two and a half hours. But <laughs> he's got this. He's killing it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm hoping, uh, that, that you'll be around. I haven't seen you since the, uh, since that, that, uh, center show, uh, which God damn at yeah, this point, that was, yeah. that was probably, uh, 2016, 2015 to 2016. Yeah. 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 Wow. It's been a long, I'm, Jesus, yeah, what year is this? October. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, so uh, I'm on tour right now, so I don't know what's going on. And now we're in Vegas, so my my brain's gonna be uh, super brain scrambled after tonight, I'm sure. But tomorrow we're gonna be rocking here at a place called the uh, the Industrial. Um, how much is some place? Uh, I guess new. We haven't played. How far into this tour are you? Um, we just get to hit the halfway point. Oh, cool. So we're halfway through it. Yeah. All right. It's been great, dude. I, you know, it's been a lot of fun. And we're talking about hopefully, you know, again, lightly talking about maybe doing some more of this next year as well, because we're just having a great time with Saliva and the shows have been really awesome. The fans have been great. So um, I'm hoping we can do another run with them next year with all these bands, because it's, it's been dude, friends and family tour. Like every band is great. Everybody gets along. Um, it's 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 awesome, dude. It's a rarity. 